0: Richard Case.
1: Okay, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here good we are and uh, still in uh, August uh, doing the supernatural work and uh, we're here at, uh, I'm here at the lake and you're at your place and we're not, we're not that far apart, but uh, we aren't <laughs> in the same state anyway. And uh experiencing uh, the beautiful uh, summer here in new hampshire and it's a joy for linda and i to to be here and how's how's your summer going
2: <clears throat> it is going fantastic well i can finally share i wanted to share yesterday but couldn't tell it quite yet but given that this will now be august 15th when this airs when this airs my youngest daughter anna will be engaged officially mm-hmm. So on the 14th and she's not in the house right now, so I can say this cause this we're taping this early, <laughs> but on the 14th of August, Ryan is officially proposing to her. And so lots of excitement going on around here. And, um, yeah, just super excited for what God has in store. And he has already laid out in beautiful ways, um, just affirmations and promises over their marriage, what he wants to do in and through them. And, um, and we are already looking at a wedding date next August 25th. Ah. So you and Linda need to mark your calendars. Another time to come to New Hampshire. Yeah. for a raccoon wedding. Yeah.
1: Well, that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be great. So he's got to come through now on the 14th. Otherwise, you you if he misses uh, the yes. 14th. Uh, That's
2: a good point. He's, like, gotta, <laughs> no, he's got it all set. <laughs> put, put, the, put
1: the pressure on him.
2: He even went the other day. Um, because he's having his, his sister come down um, with one of Anna's best friends and be set in the place. He's doing it in Boston and he's having them set up in the place that he's going to propose and, um, be ready to take pictures. His sister's a really good photographer. So he had her down to the park just a few days ago and they did kind of a run through with the lighting for that time of day. And he showed her where she'd be. I mean, he has it set and, um, You know, yeah, super exciting. It's a lot of fun going on around here right now and anticipation, you know.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting Uh, when that happens. Uh, Joshua, um, our uh, sophomore at Baylor now, he uh, he finished up at uh, Kenneka Camp um, uh, just this this weekend. And now he's getting ready, ready, uh, I think today uh, that we're taping this, he's ready to drive back to Texas, uh, Waco. Uh, yep. to get ready to they start school here in another week or so so he's, he's yeah gotta, they
2: start earlier down yeah. south than they do up here anna will head back september 4th
1: so he's excited to go back and be part Wait of him. part of the school and then aiden is um uh, getting ready to evaluate schools. Uh, the, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's got actually Baylor's one of them, and Samford's another one. And
2: right, yeah, Ra- uh, you know, Reagan's going to be a tour guide at Samford this fall, so oh, she's good. excited. For Aiden needs to make sure he gets on her
1: tour. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun to have him uh, process through to God's will, and then he'll uh, mm-hmm. know which school to go to, and um, it'll be fun for him. And he's uh, he's also on the you know uh, varsity tennis team and. Uh, this is the, this is the time where they'll start to get scholarships. So Mm -hmm. that'll be another factor, you know, to look at it. Um, Although he's, he understands, you know, already with God's will that um, uh, he's very good at tennis. Uh, He already knows that he's not called to be a professional tennis player. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, he, his view of it is, yeah. If I, if, you know, if I, if I get on the varsity tennis team, you know, it's fine. I could always walk on anyway and see, and if not, I can play club tennis. Which uh, is a
2: great level.
1: Which is a great level because they actually play other schools. Um, They just don't, you know, play at the same competitive level and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, at the uh, varsity team stuff, but they're and they and they're not, they don't have to go practice every day. <laughs> Uh so he said that might actually be better for him to, you know, do his schoolwork and enjoy other right. things. So he's got a good good perspective on it also. Um great. Right. Yeah, it'll it, be
2: fun to see what God unfolds for yeah,
1: him. It really will. Um so we're talking about the supernatural and um our discussion again is very simple that it's it's God that works in marvelous ways that mm-hmm. um are recognizable by us and then by others, as we tell the story of God's work that um, is intersecting our life out of something that we experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can see that God's at work uh, in a marvelous way. Um, And we see it's supernatural work. And then we get to receive it. And then we get to bear witness to it, to others. And the goal, by the way, uh, because he said uh, often, he said, don't get enamored just with that alone, because mm-hmm. then you'll lose the relationship uh, yes. and you'll focus on uh, either you now expecting it or you defining it, as opposed to being fresh every time of, mm-hmm. I wonder what God's going to be up to now to have me experience of you know, like what we shared yesterday about the, the light on the boat. Well, that wasn't that mm-hmm. was that was not something that we even thought about you know that right it was just something that happened um and because we're living in that place where we can right. experience and because it, you're
2: walking and responding to the spirit um he
1: does these cool things you know and and mm-hmm. you get you get to experience them so uh and we talk about being you know be in the place as we're trying to go through this piece of the of the material it's really what are the things that we can do to be in a place uh, to experience the supernatural, you Mm -hmm. know, and last, last yesterday, we talked about this, this element of abiding. And as we're abiding, God will be working and then having us experience what he wants us to learn from the, from the scriptures and from the word Mm -hmm. and what he's speaking about that word. Um, and so it's, it's kind of fun. That to me is, is part of the joy of the abiding process is that, uh, and why personally I I have learned, because uh, my tendency when I first learned this was I was so intrigued by new new truth mm-hmm. that, oh, man, I got to go find out about this. I got to find out about this. I got to find out about mm-hmm. this. And I would learn a little bit and then jump to something new right? because uh, it was exciting to learn that, that's
2: exciting. that
1: truth. And God had to slow me down and say, hey, don't worry, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I got a lifetime to get you there. You know, relax. Mm, um, that's but, good. But um, I need you to stay with me in this until you experience this, and it becomes true to for you, and you and you have it. Like you know, for example, we talked about forgiveness is one of those big ones that generally most people have issues with, and God says, "Well, I have to free you up from unforgiveness." Mm-hmm. Um, And when he invites us to that, um, he says, now go, go stay with me until you Mm -hmm. truly have forgiveness toward that person or toward that situation, as opposed to you learned about forgiveness, Mm -hmm. but you moved on to something else. Right. Um, And in that process, first of all, you recognize one, one cool thing. Um, in in the issue of forgiveness, is the work in me is supernatural, mm-hmm. because I know, I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying to forgive, and I can't get there.
2: Um, <laughs> so yes, even the forgiveness itself is a supernatural. Is a supernatural thing,
1: thing right. is that I received it, and the power of that actually happened, and I truly now forgave that person because I'm not burdened by that anymore now. And mm-hmm. and and we know that there's that we have a whole course on this of uh, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. Uh, so I have to go through that process. Okay. What does that look like uh, mm-hmm. with the forgiveness? What, what does that look like? And forgiveness is two parties. So um, even God says, I don't force people to reconcile. Uh, right. Uh, it's all about choice and free will. But as far as you're concerned, if you have forgiveness, you're always willing to go to reconciliation. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you will be reconciled because the other party may not. Uh, right. But but your heart is always willing and you can be free. And even if they say, no, I'm not going to, you can live with that and have freedom with that. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, stay with that. And so I've learned to stay in my abiding and something that he's he's showing me until I actually experience it or until it it translates and transfers me into the image of Christ. Um, And so it's- It's Go ahead. i was going
2: to say, you know, in my experience, um, I'm assuming yours is similar in this too. There are layers to that even, Yeah. you know, there will be times that um, he really you know, brings me to a place of forgiveness. And, and I feel like, okay, this is, you've done this supernatural work in this particular place. Fast forward six months, new issue with same person, new issue with a different person, you know, whatever has gone on. And he's like, okay, we're coming back to forgiveness. Now we're going to take it to a whole nother level even and stay with me because I'm working this and just layer upon layer. Even when you feel like, okay, I already know this. I already get this by experience. Um, I think he continues to reveal the depths of what he has for us. The longer we stay with him on something and he will bring us back to revisiting
1: things. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, so as we're talking about it, it's how do we put ourselves in that position? So let's look at another uh, cool story. Uh, Luke 17, uh, 11 through 14. Uh, Luke 17, sure. 11 through 14.
2: Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of the, of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said jesus master have mercy on us so when he saw them he said to them go show yourselves to the priest and so it was that as they went they were cleansed
1: yeah and go ahead and let's keep going further And we talk a little bit about um, uh, about the attitude of them
2: okay and one of them when he saw that he was healed returned with a loud voice and with a loud voice glorified god and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God, except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well.
1: Yeah. Um, So this is kind of a a duality here of of Hmm. depth. Um, So um, he... um, Remember, Jesus lived primarily in Galilee, mm-hmm. uh, which is, by the way, magnificent. And he loved it there. Um, and periodically for the feast, he would have to walk uh, from Galilee to Jerusalem.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. And
1: he'd be going with his disciples and those around him. Um, and they would pass through uh parts of Galilee which included Samaria okay and at this point the Samaritans were enemies of of Israel mm-hmm. um, and it was it was one of those kind of a similar it's interesting um, when you think of Israel right now they have a natural enemy which is um, Iran mm-hmm. uh, Iran is Shiite and Shiite uh, is, uh, at the base of their Muslim faith, thinks that they should eliminate Israel off the face of the right. earth, and they're and they natural enemies. Um, so children that grow up Shiite in Iran fundamentally learn to dislike and even have hatred for Jews. Mm-hmm. Now, it it doesn't it's not because of their experience. It's because of the culture that, that is there. Okay, well, this is what happened between uh, the Jews and the Samaritans. And it actually worked the opposite direction, mostly. The Jews, because the Samaritans weren't following, you know, the law and they weren't following the ways of, of the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. developed this hatred. Mm-hmm. For the Samaritans um, and will have nothing to do with you and actually would call them their enemy. Mm. Um, and now they weren't they weren't at the level where they were uh, you know, trying to uh, come against them as a country and eliminate them. They just didn't mm-hmm. like them. So right. f- fundamentally is we don't like Samaritans mm-hmm. and um, we avoid them. We we, we don't talk to them. By the way, uh, this now maybe helps give light to remember uh, Jesus and the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. She was Samaritan. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Uh, you're Jewish, right? Yep. (laughs) By the way, you're a man, which is another element. Men didn't fundamentally talk to women independently. Right. Uh, You're a male Jew. Why are you talking to me, a female Samaritan? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's trying to say, ultimately, because my love is for you too. Um, And I don't, I don't have the same, you know, thought that the rest of them did, but, but that was their, their attitude. So Jews and Samaritans, you know, didn't get along, Um, but he's passing through parts of Galilee and parts of Samaria just to walk up to Jerusalem. And he goes into a certain village and what, and who's there in verse 12. It says
2: ten lepers are there. As he entered, there were there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar
1: off. Okay, now remember, um, lepers, and that you remember you you probably heard the term leper colonies. Mm -hmm. Is you would have to if you had leprosy, you had to basically leave your uh, normal uh, family and. Uh, friendly environment of the town, and you'd have to go to a place that's just right. for, just for lepers, right? People are
2: very afraid of of yeah contagious. And, yeah, and it was, yeah. It was
1: yeah. contagious, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, and they had sores, and, and they would be contagious. So uh, they're standing together because they're mm-hmm. you know they're they're operating together uh, in misery together, and they're far off. And they didn't like even come up to Jesus. They just stood away from him because they, Mm -hmm. in their mind, it's like, well, we're not supposed to be with him. Right. Um, First of all, because we're, you know, we're lepers. And they said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Um, Mm. Now they know about his supernatural healing. And the word mercy is, is there anything you could do for us who are Mm -hmm. suffering? In other words, could you heal us? Could you do something that we could live a different life because this is this is miserable. Um, so that's their question, and they're and they're mm-hmm. just you know shouting it to them. Uh, when Jesus saw them, he said uh, in verse fourteen, "What?
2: Go show yourselves to the
1: priest." Okay, he says, um, doesn't say yes, mm-hmm. doesn't say I'll heal you. Uh, here's what's going to happen. He gives a simple instruction
0: hmm
1: hey jesus have mercy on us go show yourself to the priest okay now <laughs> what's the one thing that they weren't supposed to do go go to the priest right uh
2: right well until until they were healed technically because yeah. that was they would go to the priest to then be declared healed
1: that's right But they were
2: not yet healed when he gave them that command. So he was,
1: he was in in essence saying, go show yourself to the priest and underneath it all without saying it and declare yourself healed, Mm -hmm. uh, which is what they would have had, what they should have done if they got healed.
2: If they got healed, right.
1: Uh, But they, but they didn't have any instruction like you're going to get healed Mm -hmm. uh, go. And if they go and they're not healed, what will the priest do? Then
2: he would expel them. He would send them out. He would, he would say, don't
1: come close to me. Right. And you leave. And and in essence, he said, that's what we've been experiencing this whole time. Mm -hmm. But your instruction is go and get going. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, um, they get an instruction, The next verse says, and so it was that as they went. Okay. I love that. So therefore, with that instruction, what did they do?
2: They obeyed it.
1: Okay. All right. And by the way, there was no debate.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It wasn't like, well, four went and six didn't. Mm -hmm. And Why bother? You know, this is crazy. Uh, We can't do that. Uh, All we're going to do is get rejected again. You know, I don't want to go. they all heard the instruction, and they mm-hmm. all went. Right. Okay. He said, "Go." Okay. Uh, they didn't question it. They right. didn't. They didn't debate it, and they didn't go through. Well, yeah, but, mm-hmm. or what happens if? Right. Or if we go and the priest rejects us because nothing happens, and Jesus didn't explain anything. Yeah. He didn't give any uh any you will. He just said go. Um, Can we
2: back up and yeah. look even just at in verse 13 again and they lifted up their voices and said, "Jesus, Master, have yeah. mercy on us." Yeah. I think that's an important thing to look at is they didn't even just address him as Jesus. They addressed him with a heart posture of surrender and a yes, Lord, yes, Master before he did before they even asked him of anything. Right they identified y'all, Jesus master, they identified his authority and, and came with a posture of surrender. And in that posture of surrender, he speaks to them, go do this. And as they went, the healing came. And I just think that that beginning posture is a beautiful thing to see in this and not to be missed.
1: Yeah, That's beautiful. Um, and then as they, uh, the healing occurred when, as they were obedient, as they went, yeah, to the instruction. So mm-hmm. it wasn't even um, um, "I'll heal you, then go," mm-hmm. uh, or even an instruction is uh, "when you get to a certain place, you'll get healed." It just here's an instruction,
2: right? And it wasn't even. I'm giving you a visible cue that there's a reason for you to be going. Because right. I'm telling you to go right. and you're going to have to trust my word.
1: Right. Right. And here's, here's you my, <laughs> here's, here's my instruction. Um, uh, And, and it says, as they went, they were, they were then all cleansed mm-hmm. and healed of leprosy, which ultimately means they went to the priest and, and they got received, you know, like, right. wow, uh, we, I declare you healed, you know, and then, you know, the one, only one comes back to give him thanks. Um. And of course, Jesus said, "Hey, I thought there were uh, ten of you. Uh, well, those other guys, you know, they didn't—they didn't really understand the fullness of this. And I wanted to express my heartfelt thanksgiving to what you—what mm-hmm. you did, which I now know you did." Um, right. And and he says, um, "Now you're a foreigner, by the way, Samaritan, which Jews don't like." Mm-hmm. And Jew and Samaritans don't like Jews, but um, and implying by the way the rest of them were Jews, mm. uh, and the ones that were should have come back and and thanked me didn't, but you did, right. uh, and he says, uh, arise, go your way. Your faith has what?
2: Has made you well.
1: Okay, now. He's not talking about the leprosy.
2: Mm.
1: That's already happened. Because the
2: leprosy had already happened, right?
1: That's already happened. He said, "Your faith in me
2: mm-hmm.
1: has now increased, and taking you to wholeness, because you understand something about mm. me that nobody else did, and your healing is even greater." because it's an emotional spiritual thing that now you are going to receive. And again this is and this is as you know I just I just believe this will be true, is that um, after Pentecost, these are the kind of people that completely followed Christ because they already had declared that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were probably part of the active church that was developing there in Samaria which by the way did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he was made well, because I'm giving you wholeness, Mm -hmm. even beyond the physical healing, I'm giving you spiritual wholeness, and declaring you well, and you know, and understand something that your your life will be joyful because of it. uh, Because of this beautiful thing that I've done for you, you know, so um, as we uh, learn, as we're walking with him, there'll be, there'll be many times where he'll just say, here's my, here's my step of instruction for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and, um, I don't, I don't really need you to, uh, contradict it. And I don't need you to know everything about it. Mm -hmm. I just need you to realize that is my step for you to receive the supernatural while you're taking that step. And it's Mm. a, it's a step of faith, uh, without really, uh, debate. And you don't even fully know what that means yet, but you're willing Mm -hmm. to do it. Why? Well, because he said so.
2: Right. Uh, Right. and
1: by the way, we, as a, as a group or an inner circle, see, we can help each other with that a lot, um, is what do you recognize the step that God's asking you to take? You want to experience this, but he's asking you to take the step. I know you'd like to see the final thing happen, but at the moment, do you see that's the step he's asking you to take? Would you be willing to take it? Mm-hmm. And we can provide that confidence. If you take that step, something fantastic is going to happen. We don't even know yet fully what's going to happen, but we know it's going to happen. Take, take the step don't be afraid of afraid of that step you know and we'll we'll talk more about that as we continue so heavenly father we thank you for the uh, truth of this uh, that often you're going to just give us a step of instruction and we just need to be faithful to that step and so we lift it up and praise you now in christ's name amen
2: amen thank you so much for sharing remind me tomorrow um i can lead off with a story of a silly story but sweet of a step of instruction that god gave dan and i just the other day oh, cool. and then right on the heels a fun little supernatural um god hug i feel like <laughs> in the midst of it so Great. i'll share that story tomorrow okay thanks for joining us everyone we'll see you next time yep,
0: we'll see you then thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see